This week on Nintendo Main, I get into my impressions of Dragon Quest VII, Fragments of the Forgotten Past. And I get my plates covered. Get those plates covered. Welcome to Nintendo Main, episode 40. We are your hosts. 40. Trey Johnson. What's up? It's me, King Cobra, Jeremy Mikowski. <laughs> King Cobra. Episode 40. Yeah, 40. Got a nickname for the first time. King Cobra. 40. King Cobra. 4.0. We got a 4.0 version here. Match it faster and a higher bandwidth. Yeah. I don't remember when we posted the first episode for this, but we should be pretty close to our one-year anniversary here, I think. I think it was early November that the first episode was published. Okay, because we recorded the first one in September, I know that. Maybe it was October. Yeah, but I don't know when I first published it. Yeah, it was was either like November or late October. But we'll do some, we'll have some live stuff, well, some us not across Skype for next week, so... Yeah, it's going to be exciting. That'll be cool. We'll talk about some shit. Um, was there any news this week that you saw? As Other first, than virtual console releases? Not really. Uh, more speculation about uh, the NX and, I guess, confirmation that we aren't going to find out about it at TGS since that already happened. Yeah, yeah, that happened and there was nothing there. And there was, um, well, there was something I saw today that was like Pokemon Company basically said, like, basically said everything that everybody else had said. They said it was a hybrid system and that they were supporting it. So, I mean, it's having it come from Pokemon Company, that's pretty solid, I think. Like, it's more solid than Eurogamer, so that must be what it actually is. And I know they had some sort of, like, retailer thing that they did a couple days ago, but I didn't hear anything of that. Oh, the yeah. Um, it was in, like, Europe? In Germany. Yeah, yeah in Germany. In Germany they, I think it was GameStops in Germany. Uh, a bunch of employees had to sign NDAs to go to this thing with Nintendo that Nintendo was going to be at. According to the internet, what I've read, it's very common to for Nintendo to make when it's like actual companies going to see things. They always have them sign NDAs. Like it's just going to be probably about the amiibo and stuff. Sure, I mean it could have been about anything. Like I like when I work on commercials, I have to sign NDAs. So I mean it's just a thing, I guess. I mean, well, then for that it's a b- bigger thing. But it could have been they could be showing like different types of 3ds's, whatever, and they'd still have to sign an NDA if they weren't ready to show it yet. You know. And like you're saying, or it could be Amiibo too. Yeah, people are just grasping everywhere. Like it's a, f- a fever pitch. If it was at a fever pitch before, I don't know what it is. People are freaking <laughs> out about. Just tell us something about this fucking NX already. Yeah, what I think of it. Do you remember the Simpsons episode where like Homer meets his brother and he's like designing cars? Yeah. And like Homer makes the Homer, and it's like uh-huh. that. That's ugly, that ugly ass car with like the giant bubbles on it. Like that's <laughs> that's what I think the reveal of the NX is going to be. And they're going to show you this, like, screen thing with, like, two controllers glued to it, and everybody's just going to, it's just, there's just going to be nothing like like that. When they're like, and now introducing the Homer, and everybody's like, <coughs> and there's, like, crickets. <laughs> That's what I feel like the unveiling of that's going to be when it finally gets to it. I don't know. Well, Maybe. I've seen a whole lot of mock-ups, so if it's, yeah. it looks like a screen with two controllers glued to it, it'll look <laughs> yeah. just like mock-ups I've seen. Yeah. No, no, that's just what, it just reminded me of that scene from The Simpsons. 
for me thinking of them unveiling it and then finally being like, here it is. And everybody's like, uh, okay. Or maybe since they already know, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just tired of hearing about it. I made the mistake of uh, signing up for the uh, NX. There's a Nintendo NX subreddit, which I figured there was one, but I did my best to avoid it for the past several months. But I finally got on it, checked it out, and it's just if you if you thought you were sick of seeing it on like the voice chat on Facebook, yeah, you have no idea like the kind of shit that's going on on, on Reddit. People are just like it's just one giant. I guess you call it a circle jerk, but it's also like I don't know what you call it when a bunch of people are like criticizing each other within the re- the, like the, the message board. They're like, "Okay, you guys need to shut the fuck up already and stop saying all this." And then other people are like, "Well, you know, that's the whole point of this to speculate, blah blah blah." So like, a lot of people are just like fighting because they don't have actually any like thing to fight about, so they have to make up stuff to fight about. Oh wow, sounds it's pretty, about right. It's actually kind of funny to watch. You know, it's one of those like grab a bucket of popcorn and go through the message boards and see what. <laughs> People yeah. are mad at each other. Yeah, but yeah, it's like it, people are genuinely angry. Angry like, about it. You are genuinely, genuinely angry that there's no news yet. Like, they, they really feel like they, sh- they, they were owed something by now. Yeah, especially since the initial, you know, the official announcement that it was in development and that they were going to announce something about it was further further away from now than the release of the actual system is supposed to be. Yeah. Well, when did they when did, when did they say they were making a new system? Wasn't it like a year and a half ago at least? Yeah. And you've seen all you've seen is like a couple things from Reggie being like, "Oh, we'll try to make people know what it is, you know, better <laughs> than we did last time." In this day and age, it is pretty fucking impressive that there's been no like substantial stuff leaking yet. Yeah, people may say all this stuff like from Eurogamer was like a leak, but there's nothing to back up any of that at this point yeah and, you know it's been long enough since that information quote-unquote leaked that i think i'm one of these people that are just starting to doubt anything about that being yeah true. oh yeah i was doubting that too like uh, i will any of that stuff like because everybody's like this is how it is like they did the same thing like when the system was delayed or what wasn't even delayed when they said it was coming out next year and people thought it was delayed that was pretty hilarious they're like oh what did you delay it i was like you know there was never like nobody announced a day ever i mean you're just you just thought that this rumor was real and then when you heard this other thing that's what it actually is you thought that they changed their mind <laughs> like that they actually said that other thing and they didn't that seems to be a lot of this you know and it's really annoying it's really annoying for me to hear, hear people say like you know, like, don't buy a 3DS or don't buy a Wii U because the NX is, is like, coming out soon. It's, like, if even if it was coming out next month, it's only going to have, like, two games on it. Versus, like, the 3DS that has, like, hundreds and hundreds of games. Just saying, for any of you who are listening to this who are not buying a 3DS because they're waiting for the NX, don't do that. Just go get a 3DS. I think 3DS. it's an ideal time to buy a 3DS. <laughs> I think it's, like, in its golden golden days. There's going to be a lot of really good games coming out for it in the next few months. There have been a few coming out already. Well, there's already... Released. There's already a lot. I mean, it's just you'll get a system that has like lots and lots of good games. I mean, isn't that what you it's want from a system? Games. Yeah. You can get every like well, you can get every yeah every Zelda game excluding Minish Cap up until uh, Wind Waker on the on the DS at this point. You if can. you have the, the new 3DS, you can get uh, Link to the Past, the Super Nintendo version, of, which that's, I think is pretty badass. That's true. You can, and you can get the 3D you know the 3D versions of Majora's Mask in Ocarina of Time. And then there's the original Zelda, great. Zelda Two for NES, and then you've got, then you got Link's it. Awakening, and then Oracle of Ages and Oracle seasons yeah. you got link between worlds there's a whole lot of zelda action on this little console for anyone there. who's complaining about wanting some zelda that's true there's a lot to play you can, uh, you can play phantom hourglass and uh spirit tracks if you get the cartridges you can play them on the new 3ds as well yeah for sure 
You can. You can do that. And um, soon you're going to be able to do Mario Maker on 3DS, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, at the end of the year, it'll be that. So, Charlotte, uh, whatever it's called, that's coming out. Well, what was the virtual console stuff tomorrow for tomorrow? Tomorrow we get a Final Fight 2 and 3 for the Super Nintendo on uh, the new 3DS. Yeah, yeah the new 3DS. And uh, also, yeah, uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns for the Wii on the Wii U. Yeah. I read somewhere that there's some so that there's some gamepad stuff with that that you can actually play it on the gamepad. Do you think you'll have to like shake the gamepad to roll? I hope so. Like you did on the other one. So I shake my gamepad all the time and nothing ever happens. It's really frustrating. <laughs> Unless you're playing like Wind Waker, then it would yeah. help you aim or something. No, because uh, yeah, they said that there'd be um, gamepad functionality, and as far as I know, there's only I think the only things that use gamepad functionality is like Pandora's Tower and Xenoblade Chronicles. Because it's supposed to only work with the stuff that worked uh, that you that used the uh, classic controller. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'd be. I mean, if it's if it works, that'd be cool. I mean, I already rebought Donkey Kong. I mean, I bought Donkey Kong Returns for Wii, and then I bought it again for 3DS. I don't know if I'd buy it again for Wii U, but I wanted to get that free one that was on that was on the uh, Nintendo Club or my Nintendo or whatever it's called now. But that that's gone now. That's not on there anymore. It's gone. Yeah. I thought it was just a discount. It was a free one with the gold coins. It was a free one, yeah, because you couldn't buy it. It was the Wii version on Wii U, and you could only get it through there for free because it wasn't available yet. Okay. So I thought that was cool, and I was hoping that they would leave that up for longer, but it went away. I guess it went away because now they're actually making you pay for it. I think Severed Severed comes out tomorrow, right, for the indies? I believe that's... Yeah, Severed is the one that... um, It was the guys who made Guacamelee, the game that they made that's like a first-person first-person action game involving, like, the touchscreen and all that, from what I could tell of it. So it's like X versus Sever? Uh, I never played X versus Sever. It's pretty much the same game. Yeah. Why? Because that's 3D? Or because that's first-person? I don't know. It looked like a first-person dungeon crawler that you would use the touchscreen to fight guys, is what is the, what I, is the impression that I got from it. And uh, what was it? Noi 2 Love came out last year, or last year, last week. Noi 2 Love Devolution which I haven't played yet for the indies. And uh, Jotun came out before that, which we talked about last last episode, which I ended up buying and played around with a little bit. It's it's really, really pretty, but I'm not, I haven't really fully gotten into the style of it yet because it's like overhead and the control's been a little weird. But the animation is, is incredible and the characters look really, really good on it. So one cool thing that uh, I just found out this out today and I've already do- done it. Um, there's a game called The First Skunk Bundle on Wii U. I haven't even played it yet. <laughs> Oh yeah, you, you can know, get it. You can get it for free and get points from it. I just, I was just, yeah, just looking get, at that. And you get thirty uh, gold coins for it. You can use those gold coins to buy Metroid Two for your 3DS. So you can get three. Essentially, you can get Metroid Two for your 3DS for free if you download this. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of sure. I already have Metroid Two, but yeah, me too. For, any, for anybody who doesn't, they can. I mean, I have the the cartridge version and the and the 3DS version because I think I got it for free too at some point yeah i got mine for free with uh gold points already because yeah, i was but, like worried about my gold points expiring yeah i haven't used mine for anything so there hasn't I have been anything worth using for and then i have like over two thousand so platinum coins i don't know what i hopefully i hope something cool comes out soon that i can use my points on otherwise i have to waste them all on mitomo shit <laughs> yeah that would, suck, that would suck if it came to that <laughs> everything has I mean, to i'm gonna go. use them whatever so if it ends up being that that's what I mean, None I of those discounts are very appealing to me. I thought about possibly getting the Star Fox 64 for uh, 3DS, but it's still going to be like 28 bucks with the discount. I don't know if I want to pay that for it. 
Yeah, I think I, that's what I I got my version of Star Fox 3D. I got it during an E3 sale when they put everything on sale that they're talking about at E3, and I think it was like thirty something percent off. So it might have been around the same price as that that I got it for. But it's good. I mean, if you like that game, it's 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 yeah. good. It looks it looks they did redid all the polygons, so everything looks really good. Yeah, and at this point, by a new system has wonderful face tracking 3D. So. Yeah, if you use that, <laughs> I still don't like even when I bought the new 3DS. I don't really use the 3D. I basically like turn it on and say like, oh, that looks cool. And then I turn it off. That's basically my extent of 3D, of 3D using. It's kind of where I am too. Yeah. If well, I have uh, it, if I have the system plugged in, then I'll leave it on. But if I'm traveling with it, it's just a battery drainer. Yeah. Well, I don't really, I mean, I don't travel with my 3DS a lot. So I'm like sitting in bed playing it, but I still don't put the 3D on because I don't know. If I do, I'll put it on like so much where I don't notice that it's on. Where it just kind of looks sort of 3D. I'll do that much because every time, it seems like every time I look around on different parts of the screen, it kind of blurs, like even with the tracking. Like especially for games like Star Fox and Pilot Wings, I couldn't use the 3D on that because I would want to look around to see where all the enemies were. And every time I didn't look at the direct middle of the screen, it would all blur. So I had problems with, with both of those games because of, because of the flight, I guess, and the way it worked. I don't know. So I don't use it that much. I think I used, like when I first bought the system, and I bought Mario Kart 7, like I used it for Mario Kart 7, because I thought that looked really cool. But Yes, yeah. Mario Kart 7. Yeah, because I thought the racing looked great, I guess. But yeah, I don't, I don't really use it that much. And I, and the, 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 one of the topics, the Dragon Quest 7, I don't think, I don't feel like the 3D really does a whole lot on that. Like it makes everything have a little bit of depth, but it doesn't look like it was really made for it, you know? <laughs> like it was just kind of like, oh, here it is, you know? Like no characters like jump out at me like Mario Sticker Star or anything like that, like Paper Mario. Was there any, is there any other news that we forgot about? I mean, I feel, it's been like, we missed, we missed last week because my plan, I was going to do a Mario Party episode and it fell through. There's a new, there's a Bayonetta amiibo, the second anniversary amiibo. Is that for real? Supposedly. Okay, but that's not the Smash Brothers Bayonetta. That's a different thing. No, it's a, it's Platinum Games themselves announced it. Weird. Yes, that you can use it to unlock some secrets in game if you want to buy Bayonetta. When I went to when I went to GameStop to get Dragon Quest Seven, I saw a lot of um, Callie and Mari amiibo there. First platoon. So I guess that came out. I didn't know it came out yet, but I saw a bunch of those, like the two pack with the Squid Sisters. Yeah, I, I have a feeling Amiibo aren't doing that great because you can get them for really cheap on Amazon now. Yeah, I saw that one on sale. Like I ended up not buying it, but I saw it on sale on Amazon right after. So I'm like, yeah. But I just I didn't even know it came out. And it, in fact, just, I, I might like as well four or five of them. I might as well reveal it to you on on air that I picked you up a KK slider. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did Did you buy a, a whole set or did you just get a loose one somewhere? Got the whole set for you. Oh, nice. Got a really really good deal on them because I don't think Amiibo are doing that well. <laughs> well, I know the Animal Crossing ones definitely aren't. Yeah, it was it was at a heavily reduced price. I'll just say that it was hard to pass it up, and there weren't very many of them, so I grabbed one for both those. Oh, cool. Thank you. So you got you got a KK slider coming your way next week. Yeah. I'll have to get I'll have to get a really really cheap version of Animal of uh, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival so I can use them <laughs> on something unless that new leaf update like does something cool with it because I said before I, it does. yeah you have, you're gonna have three new Animal Crossing Amiibo yeah because then I'll have five Animal Crossing Amiibo that I haven't More used on anything but yeah the KK Slider Amiibo is pretty cool I like yeah you know he looks cool what have you been playing this week. We, we haven't I'm done still, we haven't, we haven't done that yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm still on my GameCube kick. I got a hold of a couple of I don't know if they'd be swan songs, but they were and eh, they weren't swan songs, but they were definitely like they make up a significant portion of the uh, GameCube had to offer with RPGs. There were not very many RPGs on the GameCube. 
I got a hold of uh, Tales of Symphonia and uh, Bait and Kados, uh, the first Bait and Kados. Hmm. Eternal Wings and the Lost Ocean. I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say that there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, there's more RPGs on GameCube than there were on 64, and that was that was a good thing. Yeah, but that didn't take very many. What more than two or whatever? I mean, but there's more. I mean, there's more than that. Like there was, you know, there's like Skies of Arcadia, and there's Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, and there's a good amount of third party ones. But these were like the main exclusive ones that they had. Right. It was like it was like Tales, both, Tales and Bait and Kados. Uh, yeah, these are both Namco games, and They've got a really nice polish on them. Um, well, Bait and Kados was a uh, monolith. That was like their. That was the beginning of their relationship with uh, Nintendo. Yeah, you're right. The guys, uh, the old Xenoblade. But it was that published was like, by. That Namco. was like the. Yeah, but I mean, but they were. But monolith, monolith made those games, made the Bait and Kados games. So that was when it. That was when that whole relationship started with them being like second party to the to Nintendo. And I will tell you what, Bait and Kados is still as fun as I remember. It's got a really cool. The battle system is really cool. I remember being kind of overwhelmed by it back in the day, and you can play pretty far into the game and just kind of wing it. Uh, You know, you don't really have to get too detailed about building your decks because it's all, like, card-based. But there's a certain point in the game I remember that I got to where it's like, all right, well, you have to know how to play the game from this point on. There's no way you can beat it if you don't know what you're doing. So uh, I had to kind of, like, study really hard and learn after already, like, completing a lot of the game. Well, this time around, I'm, like, just trying my hardest to go through all the tutorials and uh, do my best to, like, I'm already building my decks and i'm trying to like cluster certain cards near each other hoping that they'll show up even though it's all random you kind of hope that maybe they'll show up closer to each other i don't know it's it's a really interesting battle system that i like a lot because it's still you know you're still actively engaged in spite of it being a card based system for sure yeah, even I, a little, little bit like what they're trying to do with this new paper mario game i don't know for sure it's quite the same but i mean that's I a card so. based so maybe maybe the fact that bait and kados was good gives me a little bit of hope that paper mario might have some color splash right so that it so. may have some potential and it looks great everything i've seen about it looks really really good for sure and uh, one thing i remember about bait and kados i mean earthbound already did this but they went back to the whole like referring to you as a character in the game i thought that was cool because they would ask you about stuff, and like you would put your name in there, and they would talk to you, like the main. Character oh yeah, you're there. actually you're the guardian spirit of the main character, Bait Kato. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and there's another character that can hear you, and it's kind of funny because I don't really remember. I mean, it's been over ten years since I played these, maybe even longer. I don't know. But uh, there's one other character that can hear you, and she starts asking questions, and you could say like really rude things to her. And I think I was probably nice to her the first time I played through it. This time around, she's like, "Hey, my name's uh, what's her name? I can't remember." She's like, my it's, name's, oh, Shella. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and she's like, and blah, blah, blah. And she says something, and I'm like, I don't really care. And I'm just kind of like blowing her off. It's pretty funny. That's the one, she's the one with like the short blonde hair, right? Yeah, she's the first person you meet other than the main character. Like, that's Because I remember, I mean, spoilers. At one point of the game, you she becomes like your main person. Because uh, whatever Bait and Kato's dude disappears or dies or whatever. Yeah. At one point, and she controls the whole party. I remember. I remember that. Spoilers. I don't. I don't Both even know. I don't even remember what exactly happened. But I remember Both of these the, games, uh, Tales of Symphonia and Bait and Kato's. Like, even though there is a main character, you really don't feel like that's the main character. Like, they don't really do that. Like, if that makes any sense. 
it's like obviously they're going to make a main character because that's the easiest way to do an RPG to have one central character that you're kind of building everything from. But you know, in uh, Tales of Symphonia, you can like set whatever character to run around on the map, and yeah, you always have to have the main character in the party. But that's really about it. Even the stories seem to be pretty well divided over each character. Well, they did that. And so far, it seems like that with Bait and Kados too. They did the same thing in like Final Fantasy in the Final Fantasy games. Like whoever was in the front would be like the person that you saw. When you when they're walking around, like you could rearrange everything like that, but those games never really had like a main character that you had to keep in the party at all times. At least six. But didn't. but six, you still felt like Terra was the main character. I think. Really, I thought that I thought that like Locke and Edgar were like the main characters. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was like Terra was the main character, and then like maybe Locke was the other main. Yeah, but still, I mean, you couldn't really say that one of them was necessarily a main character. I don't think so. I mean, unless like that other well, girl was in credits. But it, but there wasn't that's anybody. Right. In. So who was in the main credits though at the beginning of the game? Yeah, it was Tara. She's the she, one the story opens with. That's true, but you don't have to keep her in the party at all times. You're right, and she does go away. She's just laying in a bed for a bit. But yeah, that's uh. Did you ever did you ever get a the Tales of Symphonia for Wii the sequel to that one? No, I forgot about that until actually today I saw I saw it online when I was doing some research. I'm sure that one's not cheap. I doubt it's that expensive. There's not a lot of Wii games that are all that expensive. Some of them are starting to get that way. Like I did notice I have Muramasa. Um, it's going for like forty or fifty bucks. I think when I bought it like two years ago, I got it for something stupid like five bucks or six. Bucks. Oh yeah. Well, there's like so, um, some of them was are starting it? to go. Up price but i don't think even the metroid ones that were so high priced for a while that they've gone back down yeah. well like the the fire emblem games pretty expensive the one the one on Wii. and there's a game called dokapon kingdom have you heard of that yeah you have it don't you no i don't have it oh, i wish no, i, I wish, I, I, wish I did my, my friend nick had it for playstation i think it yeah it was on playstation 2 also but the wii version is is like 200 bucks like used even so that one's pretty hard to come by. Yeah, so I there played are, that game. It's fun. Yeah, I always wanted to play it. I just I wish I would have got it when it came out because now it's really it was expensive. A little bit like Mario Party, but it was like a perpetual game. Like you like gain levels. Yeah, it's like a it was like a party RPG type thing that looked really fun. But the Wii version is up there. It's like one fifty two hundred bucks. So it's just a rare game. That's yeah, I'm just saying that there are there are Wii are Wii games that are expensive. Gotcha. Well, let's hope that Symphonia game is not one of those games I'd like to play. It. I know sure. they made it for. Game Boy Advance as well. There is a Symphonia game, Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay, but it's not. It's not a version of that with the Wii one. It's like a chibi version of it. I thought it was. I thought that they did. I thought they did Tales games like they did the Dragon Quest games. Like they remade some of the old Tales games and put them on Game Boy Advance. I thought that was what that was. You're probably right. Because there was one like, on, uh, on Super Famicom. I think there's a Tales game. Yeah, because well, there was like Tales of Destiny and like Tales of Fantasia was like another one, or maybe that was a newer one. But it was like always Tales of a different thing, you know, was yeah. how it was how it went. But I thought those were remakes of uh, either NES or Super, Super Nintendo ones because I don't know how far those games go back. But I thought it was kind of like you know like four, five, and six was for for DS. For Dragon Quest. I'll tell you a game that I'm almost positive was not on another system, and that was Bait and Kato's. This game can only play on the GameCube. That's true. Well, Tales, the of, Tales of Symphonia, you can only play on the GameCube, too. I thought they released it for the PlayStation 2. Actually. If they did, it was way later. It was later. It was if, like if the, a couple years later. Yeah. It was around the time that the Greatest Hits version was released, re-released for the Okay. Because when it originally came out, it was it was advertised as an exclusive. It even says it on the, on the case for it. It says only on GameCube. But I'll tell you what, Kiddos, definitely only for GameCube. So you gotta play that game. It's great. Um, Monolith, yeah, I played it. I, I'll give it a, give it a try again sometime, maybe if I find time. 
I bought it's definitely uh, dated. They're both they have like the way the polygons move around or the characters I should say that are made out of polygons. It's a little weird, but it's still it's still I thought it looked really cool when it came out, but it probably looks dated now cuz I know it had like the picture backgrounds and with the yeah, you know, the, like the backgrounds the backgrounds aren't like really fully 3D when you do you walk in that you walk around in yeah i think like ocarina of time stuff. Or like maybe nicer. like final fantasy 7 except the characters don't look as awful you know they're not like super blocky like they were on that you know where it has like the picture and then the you know same thing as ocarina of time it looked worse on that. I got the new Doom game for PS4, so I was playing it, and it reminded me of like some of the old first-person shooter stuff for 64. So I actually ordered. I bought Quake 64 for like five dollars on eBay. So I ordered that and played around with that for a while, and then I played Doom 64 again for a while. Which that game's really, really good. If you like, if you like Doom, I thought that was like the best, the best console Doom version because they actually made a new game for it and made it look a lot nicer and has a lot of cool lighting effects and the sprites look really cool, like some of the best looking sprites, like for that for doom that i saw so I, I played that for a while and i just got a i just got my dragon quest 6 that i ordered from london today like i ordered, I ordered a british version of it because that's the cheapest thing i could find because apparently those are expensive too and i wonder what that box. on game boy Vance? Game, that's a ds oh dear four five and six are ds but I, it came in this ds box that's like twice the size of regular ds boxes because i guess they're bigger in london it's the ds is not region locked so you can Japan, play I didn't london. but yeah you could play a but so i got that and, and that's the only way I could find one that wasn't like 80 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever. That was actually in a box. Cool, man. But it's a legit copy. It works. Yeah, I tried it out. It's, uh, I mean, the, the DS, the DS isn't region locked, so you can play games from other countries. You know that. You, we talked about that before. You ordered that one. Yeah, the Children of Mana. For sure. And I played Axiom Verge. I played Axiom Verge for a long time. I was, I was having fun with that. I got, I got to where you, I got to, to the face hugger thing. And I think the last thing I got was the teleport, where you can teleport to wherever the face hugger is. I think it was the I last thing I got find. But this game, uh, it's pretty hard. It's a pretty hard game. That's and how it's, I feel. it's easy to get stuck too. And you can't, there's parts where you can't go back. <laughs> like, I'm stuck, like, once you get to a certain point, you can't go back to the beginning. So if you're like, oh, I have this thing, I want to go to this other part, you can't do it yet until later. That's kind of oh, annoying. Okay. I had, I actually had to look at some maps online because I got stuck in there around the That's time of, of finding, like, the alien thing, the face hugger. I had to look at help for that. Do you think we've said enough on the news and games we play in? We can take a break real quick. And then talk about 3DS right. stuff. Sounds good. All right. Monday, I guess. I picked up Dragon Quest Seven for 3DS. You got it. You got the seventh one. Are you on number seven? Have you beat one through six? No, I haven't. I haven't beat one through. I, I beat. I beat one, two, and three. I'm actually. I'm actually in the last part of four, but I went ahead and stopped playing that and started playing Dragon Quest Seven so I could give uh, 
impressions on this very show. But that I'll was go, very nice of you. But, but I'll go back to four and finish it. I was like, I was like on the last chapter of that. But uh, yeah, Dragon Quest Seven is cool. I, I like it a lot. It's uh, I guess I never played. I never played the final, the PlayStation One version. But from what I've seen of it, it looks. The thing about Dragon Quest games, their graphics really don't progress at all between games i mean if you look at those first four games on nes they pretty much all look the same i think graphically like the characters look look very similar and the same thing for like uh i mean i don't really know i don't know how the japanese super nintendo ones look before five and six on ds look fairly fairly similar and if you look at the if you look at shots of like the playstation one version of dragon quest seven it's all like it's all sprite you know it looks a lot like a super nintendo game it looks a lot like those other games so I'm glad that they actually updated the visual look, you know, to like fully 3D models. And you know, when you're on the when you're on the map, it's like the you know the camera can be, can, can be behind the character, and and it looks like you know it looks like more of a 3D thing. So I like that. So the original version was sprites in a 3D background. The original version was, uh, I think so. I mean, it looked just from what I saw, it looked like just sprites, like the characters. Like it looked very much, you know, it, it looked very it looked very much pretty primitive PlayStation One. Like the trees in Super Mario 64. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how 3D they got with it. Like I said, I have only seen a little bit of it, but it doesn't look. It didn't look 3D at all. It looked like uh, just sprites on a map. So don't so don't quote me on any of that stuff in the original one. But the the new one looks really looks really cool. And they, uh, I know this wasn't in the original one. They've added to where you can actually see the characters. Like you can see the bad guys. So there's not like random battles. You can actually try to avoid them, which is the way oh, it was. So they're just kind of wandering around. Yeah, it's the way it was in Dragon Quest Nine because Dragon Quest Nine, there's you can see the guys and you can avoid them. And I guess they were trying to bring a lot of that into this one when they did the remake. But the way the game is set up, it actually reminds me a lot of Chrono Trigger. Believe it or not, that's what I wanted to tell you. Because like without spoiling too much of the game, I've only played it for like ten hours so far. So maybe I'm like a tenth of the way through. I don't know. But I'm sure you've heard enough of the basis where like you you basically find these pieces that you put together that create that create lands that you can go to. You're familiar with it's that? It's like right? islands, right? Yeah, island. yeah. You find like these little tablet pieces, and basically the game starts out with you on this island. It's like one island. The whole world is just this this one island, and this is all that exists, or at least that's all they know of that exists. And you eventually you eventually find these pieces to this map, and you put it together, and you get transported back in time to this island that you know from the map that you put together. So that has time travel in it, like Chrono Trigger, and it kind of reminds me of that in that way because it has like the little warp that you go through. And then you go, and then you go to the past, and then you do something in the past, and then that appears in the present. So that kind of reminded me of Chrono Trigger too. So you can kind of like interact with it in that way, you know. So you're rebuilding the world by saving the past. Yeah, you're re- you're re- rebuilding the world by going back in time, and basically, it's very like episodic. It's like you know, you like build this. You'll you'll find a pieces to a map, and you put the map together, and then you get transported to that map, and it'll be like. Okay, this town has this problem, and you have to figure out what this problem is and solve it. And once you do that, you go back in time, you go back forward in time, and then it appears on your map there, you know. And then and you expand your world like that. And towards the end, you'll have like a hundred islands or whatever. Is the way it works. But it kind of reminds me of, of Chrono Trigger in that, you know, where like you go to the past and you go to the future, and you know, it's like little little bits. So, but I, I've been having fun with it. It plays very much like a Dragon Quest, but the whole like time travel thing makes it feel different enough that it feels pretty fresh to me. And you said you got the physical version? I did get the physical version, yeah. I'm already wishing that I had done that with most of my games. Really? Because I, yeah. I always wish that they I love were all having, digital. So I love I the digital. I, I do love the digital, but it gets rid of the ability to play it on multiple systems. Oh, sure. I mean, if you have 
different 3DSs. Which I do. Yeah. Well, well, you did the the system transfer, right? But you kept yeah. your old one. Yeah. One thing I thought was really funny, like I was looking at the box of the Dragon Quest Seven, and in fine print in the bottom left left hand side, it says basic reading ability is needed to fully enjoy this game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's rated everyone, but everyone that can read. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's it's it would be hard to figure out if you couldn't read. Because there's a lot of text-based things in it. But I've been playing through it, and I've been uh, I've just been trying to get through it without looking at a whole lot. Like, I haven't really looked online for anything, so I've been able to figure out where to go next just by playing the game. So that's always a good thing to be able to do. Now, is it true that it takes more than an hour before you even fight your first battle? Yeah, it took me an hour and a half before I fought anybody. Oh, my God. But it didn't, but it didn't feel like, I don't know, it didn't feel bad. Like, I kind of knew that there was going to be some time, but I didn't. Feel like, Wasn't a lot of text bubbles you had to read, navigate through. No, I mean the reason that the reason that it's like that is because the world that you start in is completely peaceful and no monsters exist there. There's just not very much of it, except for on the ocean. There's some monsters on the ocean, but you don't get in a boat until later. So basically, that's what it is. Is like the world is completely peaceful. There's no war or anything like that. But then when you go back in time, that's the first time you encounter an enemy because there's monsters in that time because it's a troubled past uh, is okay. the way it works. So it makes sense for it. So I didn't feel like it was something like I had my time wasted before that. They basically want you to get re- get used to your surroundings before they send you back in time. They want you to understand the characters. They want you to understand the town. So it's a little more slow paced from the beginning, but I really didn't mind it. I mean, I got the fighting guys in my first sitting. You know, I sat, I basically sat down and played through that whole first part. And I did that in about three hours. Like I played through where I went back in time and I solved the first part of the troubles of the city that I was in. I did that in about three hours. And then there was like one more dungeon and then I was done with that part and then I went back to the present. So it was like, I felt like it was fairly easy to get into. You say this game's worth 40 bucks. You've already put like three hours into it. In one sitting, you must really like it. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. The soundtrack's really good. I like the characters. I only have three characters so far, but I think there's more. But you get ones that'll kind of join you, like, in the past, and they'll just help you out, but you don't actually control them. There's stuff like that. Where oh, okay. ones ones that are part of the certain story that'll kind of follow your team around. Like, what's his name in Final Fantasy VI? Leo? General Leo or whatever? Yeah, kind of like that. Where you don't actually control them, and they don't really have, like, a level, and you can't give them yeah. items or anything like that. But they'll fight guys with you. You have stuff like that where they'll, like, kind of join your party, and you'll go to the next part. It's just, like, story-based stuff. But, yeah, it's been good. I've been having a lot of fun with it. I think the fact that it's on a handheld, though, like, that kind of makes it seem even more like, just take your time with it. You take it with you everywhere. Yeah. You play the game. And it's very... And like I said, it has a very episodic nature to it. Like it's it's basically like, okay, I need to find the fragments of this next map, and once you put the map together, then you're in like this separate episode here about this point point in time. You know, that's how I feel. It's like here's this island at this point in time. This there's something wrong with this island. You got to figure out what it is and solve it. And that's like that episode. And then you go so into it, a different thing. Do you actually put like armor on people by armor, by weapons, all that stuff? Yeah, it's still okay, it's, it's, been, it's, it's still like progresses. I've been playing recently, which I know they're not related. I know some games just don't even have equipping stuff. Oh no, I mean Dragon Quest is still very much Dragon Quest. I mean Dragon Quest being like the game that pretty much started all of that. I mean on the in the console area. So you still buy hats, you know, you, you still buy like helmets and you still buy like body armor and, and swords and whips or whatever else you, whatever you, you, whatever your class is that you get, which apparently you can't change classes until like you're 30 hours into it. 
Because I heard you can't do it oh. until you're around like level 15. And I'm at like level, I think, 11 or 12 now for my characters. It's kind of like how Dragon Quest 3 was too. Like Dragon Quest 3, you, you can change in your classes until you're like level 20. And that takes, I mean, that takes a while. Like it, it's... It's not something you get like right offhand, you know. I mean, you can change, you can decide what you are from the beginning, but if you want to change, you have to get, you have to build up to level twenty. So I didn't can feel you, like. Can you sell your old stuff in Dragon Quest? Yeah, yeah, you can sell your old armor. I love being able to sell those. Yeah, but you can sell everything that you have. Well, I mean, unless it's like a key item that you need to keep. Like you can't sell like fragments of the map or anything like that. It's too bad. But it's very much traditional. I mean, all those games are very much traditional RPG. Since they pretty so this much, came out pretty much created it, like two thousand or two thousand one, right? So I think it was two thousand one. Like it came out towards the towards the end of PlayStation One because right. apparently the translation of the game was such so much of a nightmare that it took forever to come out. And well, if I remember correctly, the PlayStation Two came out in two thousand. Well, the GameCube did, and the the GameCube came out in two thousand one, and the PS Two came so out before that. So it was so it, yeah, it was two thousand because Majora's Mask released on the same day that the PlayStation Two released. Yep. Yeah. No, you could really play for the PlayStation Two at first. It was like ready to rumble two or something like that. Yeah, I just remember some weird robot game that sucked that people were playing at the college. There wasn't really a whole lot of uh, any sort of killer app thing for it when it came out. But yeah, Dragon Quest Seven, I guess, apparently tanked. The American version of it tanked. But it was like one of the highest selling games in Japan, Dragon Quest Seven was. So, I don't know. Wow. I mean, I guess it like it wasn't what people were expecting, you know, because they expected more like Final Fantasy Seven and Eight type stuff, and it's not really it's not really like that. Like, Dragon Quest games aren't like that super cinematic in their stories. And their stories are there, their stories are good. They're just not like, they're not like Final Fantasy VII. You know, they don't look like a movie and all that as they unfold. And I guess that's more what people wanted, like more faster pace. Which can get annoying in its own right, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's no like minute-long summon things in this, as far as I know. Oh, okay. I mean, in all the Dragon Quest stuff I've played, there's no like long spells where you have to call some sort of god to come throw the moon at you or something like that. That's Yeah. But it's very cool. I mean, I highly, I highly recommend it if you like RPGs for sure. You'd I mean, say the episodic nature of it makes it good for being a portable, then, right? Like you could yeah. play an episode, try to get to the end of one, and when you jump back into it, you're not going to be completely lost. Shit, what was I supposed to do? Yeah, there's also like a there's a thing in the menu called info, and you can look at like the events that have happened in the game thus far. Okay, that's you, the way it so, is. Sonia, actually. Yeah. So if you haven't played it for a while and you don't remember what to do. You can look at that, and it'll tell you like what's happened between your characters, and you'll be like, "Oh, I had to go over here," and then you'll go do that, which is really helpful. I wish more games would do it. I know Tales of Symphonia did it, and I'm, and I think some other ones do also. But yeah, it's always nice to have a little recap thing where you can just show you what just happened in case you don't play it for a while and you don't know where to go. But yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it so far. I mean, it's, I've been playing it as much as I can. It promises more than sixty hours of gameplay. Yeah, I've heard like a hundred. Which I don't know. I mean, Dragon Quest games can be pretty long, from what I've heard. I mean, I mostly just. I mean, the only ones I really played through were the NES ones, and those ones were still. The third one was still like a twenty, thirty-hour game. I think I might have put more into it than that, but I don't know. You should get it for your new 3DS. Well, yeah, I'm looking for something new to play on my new 3DS. So far, I 
I haven't downloaded any new games other than Metroid 2. I cashed <laughs> out some gold coins for that the other day. Get that one. Well, the the one thing is, uh, Dragon Quest Seven doesn't actually have any new 3DS capabilities to it, which is under- understandable because the the Japanese version of it came out in 2013 when the new 3DS wasn't even out yet. So it's it's basically a translation of that version. I mean, that gives you an idea of how crazy long the game is if it takes them three hours to localize it, or to, not three hours. It takes it three three years to localize it from what it was, you know. So you can't like use the nub or like the extra buttons or anything like that. But well, that's really, okay. I don't really. I don't really it. want to get the Xeno Blade game. I'm not I would. Too worried about that. I would say that if I didn't have like I have the I got the 3ds one because that was the only one that was available. But if I didn't have that one, I would tell you to get the get it on the Wii U on Virtual Console. It would it would be the way to play it because it looks it looks better on there. It's a little it's a little muddy on the on the 3ds version. And you have like the whole like big screen, big world. You know, it makes more sense for that type of thing. Yeah, you would say Dragon Quest Seven looks good on small screen. It does. I mean, most games I I wish I could play on on full screen, but it it looks good for what it is. I mean, I have a 3ds XL, so it looks fine on mine. And I, but I'm sure like the regular 3ds, it looks it looks fine on. It lends itself very well to the 3ds. You haven't got like any uh, Super Nintendo games or anything like that for for years. Not yet. I want to buy one i just don't know which one yet yeah i have most of those games on virtual console in some fashion already yeah you're probably the same boat as i am where it's like you know i already have all of them or there's a discount or it could or if i got them i could get them at a discount i wish the discount translated from the wii to the new 3ds that'd be awesome yeah that's what i that's what i harped about like when it when it came out with it why can't we get them for like a couple dollars? I feel like they'd sell a lot more if they did that. You know, if it actually communi- if there was actually a whole thing between like what you buy in the Wii U and the 3DS, but that doesn't seem to be the case. I thought maybe I'd play through Link to the Past again, but I have that on Wii U and Wii. Uh, yeah. I thought maybe I'd play through uh, Earthbound, but no, because I'm pretty far in the Wii U version. I don't yeah, start. Yeah, sure. Uh, so maybe Super Metroid. I played through that game a couple of years ago. I beat it recently. It might be a fun game to have on the go, I guess. Yeah, you uh, could play Final Fight Three <laughs> on there. Good I mean, play. I mean, you could beat that game. You could beat that game in a couple hours. It is a good game, though. But yeah, as far as like long, uh, I don't know stuff you can invest on on 3ds. I don't know. You play the Mega Man X games yeah. that are on there. Well, I did. I didn't really buy it for the exclusives anyway. I just wanted. I've been wanting one for a long time, and I found it at Walmart. I just happened to be at Walmart trying to find some stuff to tape up a hole in my house. And uh, yeah. it's like, I'm going to check and see if they have that 3DS. And I walked by there, and there were three of them. I'm like, I don't know if these are common or not. Like, it looks like they must be because you can get them on Amazon for like 180 I think. Did You you bought the 149 though, right? Was that how much right, it was? I- yeah, I, th- I thought maybe that was a Target exclusive, but I guess it isn't if you got it at Walmart. It's Walmart and Target. They're the oh, okay. two places that have it. So, yeah, I just happened to be at Walmart. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll see if they have it. And they had three of them. One of them, the box was all smashed up. So I was like, I'll take that one. No, I got one of the ones that wasn't smashed. <laughs> you didn't take the broken one. I thought maybe I you did it. The, I'd wait for the dude with the keys to show up for like 20 minutes. It was crazy. Yeah. I figured you'd be like, oh, give me that one, because maybe I'll get it for cheaper, since it's all busted. No, I could have thought about it. But uh, then I, I took it home, and I looked at it for about five minutes and just thought, do I want to just, like, hold on to this? Maybe it'll be worth more, like, the Pokemon one is, like, the Pokemon one's worth, like, 300 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, if it's still sealed and everything. Yeah, I thought but you could it didn't take it didn't take me very long to be like, no, I want to open this thing up. I want, I've been wanting one of these since they were first announced, so it's been a couple of years. And I, I, I really wanted the XL when I first found out about it, but then I decided i wanted regular size that's what i got the white one the uh the 
The Mario cover plate's kind of stupid. I don't really like it. So. <laughs> Luckily, it comes with a second one that's the Mario Maker. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, you can buy other ones, too, if you don't want to use that one. I'm not really Yeah, I got on today and saw one that I really wanted to buy, but with shipping and everything, it's going to be like 25 bucks just for Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really well, into it. For the most part, because they don't really sell them. Oh. There might be some. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not really into the face plates, but I like the size better. I like, the, I like that it's more portable. I'll tell you, when you see this, I mean, I don't know if you've held one yet, but the face plates are done really well. They really look like they're part of the system. You know, they don't look like they're just cheap things attached to it. Um, oh, sure. Nintendo did a really good job with these. And I saw one I really like. It's called, uh, I can't remember the number of it. It's Hanafuda. I'm saying that right. It's like that sort of design. The cards? So, yeah, and it's like a boo and a piranha plant. It, it's really cool looking. Uh, that's the one I want. It's like, I think it's 20, it's like 18 or 19 bucks, and then it's like 5 or 6 bucks shipping plus tax. So I'm oh, just okay. kind of trying myself into whether or not I want to buy it just because it looks cool. But it just came out in the eShop, or it just came onto the Nintendo shop yesterday where you could buy it online. So it's oh. a relatively new faceplate. Just show it off. Have you tried? Um, have you gotten? Have you have you done any of the new Street Pass stuff yet? Like I took, no. I brought, I took, I brought my 3ds to Riot Fest with me for like the last two days, and I did not get as many Street Pass as I did that first year. Like I, I, I brought it there the first year that it was outside, and I probably got like twenty or thirty, like however much, because I had to like keep you know restarting it to get because you can only get ten at once. But now you can get a hundred at once, and I only got like maybe five or six a day this year but now you can get multiple puzzle pieces at once which is really cool so i actually finished like three or four puzzles from like one person you know because they'll give you like 15 pieces now or whatever depending on how many they have that you don't have so you can do it you can do it a lot quicker now which is amazing i wish they would have done that a long time ago no i haven't had a chance to really travel with it yet but i'm getting ready to go on vacation well i'm just kind of hopping around the midwest a little bit i'll actually be seeing you why yeah. but uh yeah i'm planning on carrying this thing around with me it's nice and small and supposedly it gets better battery life i don't know if that's true or not but i am sad that i can't play you know i kind of the whole time i had my 3ds i just kind of like felt good about it because it was like i was carrying my video game collection around with me and i sort of got attached to that specific you know that device so when everything got transferred to the new one you know that's all well and good but i look at the old one i just feel sad like it had its soul sucked down. well it did <laughs> it doesn't do anything anymore. You have to, it can only play cartridges, or I can start a new Nintendo account on it if I want. Yeah, but uh, well, you'd it's have kind to of sad. Yeah, I guess like that's a, that was a way I could use up some of my extra uh, codes I have for those indie games. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I ended up. I mean, I traded my 3ds in, so somebody bought it, or it's still sitting at GameStop collecting dust. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. It's a really strange feeling because I guess the same thing happened with the Wii when I transferred over. Yeah, you know, I want to um, hold on to it because I'm a collector. I want to have all of the handhelds, especially because I love those. Um, sure, but it is kind of like holding like a corpse <laughs> in a strange way, like still having it around. But now you can actually play more handheld stuff because it seemed I like can. you had like you had kind of like abandoned the other one because it wasn't as nice as the newer one, and now you have a nice new one, so you can catch up on all those games that you haven't been playing. I wish I could say it was shiny and new, but it's matte finish. Well, yeah, but but you know the term what is uh, i mean you have uh, you still have you still have a uh, fire emblem right for it fire emblem awakening no i borrowed that from colin you gave it you gave I, it back though yeah i gave it back to him because he moved to st louis oh shit st louis no he moved to springfield actually oh it's closer to there Missouri. what would be uh, i mean what what is what is your first game that you would buy for your new 3ds that like, was an exclusive just any i mean you said maybe dragon quest 7 but like other yeah, than that i'm 
pretty sure I want Dragon Quest Seven. I thought about buying a Ocarina of Time just to have it on the go. It's twenty bucks. It's a Nintendo Select, so oh yeah, it's only nineteen ninety nine now. It's a pretty solid choice because it's cheap. Yeah, there's some good stuff that's nineteen ninety nine if you don't have it already. I don't know what I don't remember what all of it was, but that's what I think. Donkey Kong Country Returns is twenty bucks. So Star Fox sixty four isn't in the selects for that. No, I can't get that for nineteen ninety nine. How weird. Yeah, that's 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 odd. I figured that one. Because that one came out like before Ocarina of Time, even. That was like one of the first 3DS games. Or one of the first ones that wasn't like Nintendogs plus Cats, you know? I could get the uh, Lego City Undercover companion game. Did you get the other one yet? Or have no. you found it? The Lego City Undercover? No. I haven't found a physical copy of it. That's what you mean. I've been looking yeah. for it. Well, I thought they were supposed to like send them out now. Send out more of them now that they have the greatest hits version i did see uh the same day i bought my uh 3ds a huge uh, disney infinity clearance section oh yeah they're, they're getting rid of all those so everything you know, was at least 50 percent off so i was like i i honestly considered buying uh one of the star wars sets it was like a 60 dollars set that was like 20 something i had fun but with the game i mean i it played... didn't have the game with it it was just uh oh, okay whatever the accessories were because you get the game and then you get like the online mode where you can just go and play people's levels if that's still active. I don't know. But the actual Star Wars games are pretty fun. Like I bought the, you know, I bought like the, the, the prequel stuff and the, uh, and the regular movie. Like I played those. I, I'm sure you can, you could buy like 10 Kylo Ren's if you want. I'm sure there's like a bunch of those for $2. You could buy them and just burn them if you want to. Yeah, the whole section of Kylo Ren's kind of just but like. Yeah. Looking real, real, looking real sad, angsty, angsty. Yeah, answer. sure. If you could find like a starter pack for cheap, I mean, I'd say check it out. But then you have to have that whole like base, you know, where you have to scan stuff on it. You can't actually scan it on the on the gamepad, which sucks. Ooh, I can scan Amiibo now on my 3ds. You can. I haven't tried doing that yet. You can get all those new. You can get all those new skins for uh, Metroid Blast Ball. <laughs> oh yeah, and then that one game on the, on the Mario, demo Mario uh, versus game or whatever. Yeah, you can play it. Well, yeah, this for Wii U and, and 3DS. I played the Wii U one mostly, but yeah, you could use it to unlock the different levels. You should get, uh, you should get the, um, the Pocket Race Jockey game that I told you about before. You should get that game. That's it's a good like, idea. It's only like five bucks or something, right? It's, it's like not expensive. I think it's maybe six at the most. It seems like a good game to play on a train. Yeah, that game's really fun. The only thing is you can't pause while you're racing. It's the only irk with it about playing it on the go. But so it is. It is. It is. It doesn't. Yeah, if you close the 3ds, you automatically lose the race. That's the way. That's the way it works. Oh. So they want you to be fully into those races. It's fun though. It's a fun game. You should. You should try that out. I was trying to think of the games that I, like games that I bought recently that maybe you you hadn't gotten yet on the 3ds. Well, I did realize I don't have any like other. I have Pokemon Y, which I haven't played through, but that's, I think that's the only RPG, like true RPG, I have. Sure. Yeah. Games. Yeah. There's a lot of those on there. So maybe it's time to throw some RPGs on this beast. Yeah, you play some Bravely Default. That's on. There. I do have the. De- I do have a lot of demos on here. They all transferred over just fine. But you were right. Uh, yeah. you had mentioned ESI where it didn't transfer over. Yeah, mine didn't. So transfer I don't know. Over. Do I re-download it for free or is it just gone? You can re-download it. Like I re-downloaded everything. I just didn't have any of the saves. I should have wrote down what it was because I don't even know exactly what it had. I had a few. Does it have a? I, I, does the DS? I mean, you should have. You should be able to look on your account and see what what you've downloaded in the past and just go through there. Like okay. that's what I, that's what I did on the Wii U. Whenever because um, I because I just got that new modem and when I was like I don't remember what I deleted on here so I just looked through my download list 
and it showed me like what I, you know, what I had that I did, that I deleted, you know, and I just like clicked on it and then it just redownloaded. So you should be able to do that through through the shop. Just look into your history and see see okay. what you got. I guess I haven't looked into it too much. Yeah, so it should you should be able to find it. I had like a music so- some kind of music software that was kind of fun to play around with. And I think I had was it Korg, the Korg version. It wasn't Korg. It was a uh, it was like a chip tunes kind of thing of some. Yeah, I'll see if I still have it. Have to look at the, uh, in the history, like you said. Now that you have your new 3ds, do you feel like that the 3ds has a couple more years in it? I mean, after I mean, we saw the direct and we you know analyzed all that, but now that you actually have one. How do you feel about it? Or I think the so. New, new one? I think that I think that because I have a fairly nice, I have a pretty nice phone, so I'm still kind of unimpressed with the screens. And I know make the screens are everything. Brighter. Yeah, make it could be make, brighter. Make it brighter. That's what I. That's what I do. I mean, I, it's depending on you know where I'm at, but I feel like if you make I've it brighter, it, it looks, it looks just as good as most phones. I've turned the brightness all the way up, you know, and it's just if I had a complaint, that would be it. Like the screens are still not up to snuff. And part of the reason the resolutions kind of halved because of the 3D effect on the top screen. Uh, but I still, I like it. It's, you know, it's the only, really pretty much the only portable console that anything's happening with anymore. So if you're into that portable is, consoles, that is true. this is the one. There's well, really no, most of the stuff that's coming out for Vita is, well, a lot of, I, I hear there's a lot of JRPGs coming out for it. And a lot of people are starting to call it a jrpg machine yeah that was what i that was what i would say about that's what i would say about 3ds also because there are a lot of turn-based rpgs on it but that's you know portal uh, portable gaming is huge in japan like like cell phones are basically what's big there now more than anything that's the way that's you know the future of games in japan unfortunately is like all mobile there so that makes sense why why a lot of like japanese rpg stuff would be on would be on the handhelds more than the consoles I will say this 3DS is slick as hell. I love how it looks. It's really nice. And, uh, it's definitely an improvement over the first generation model I had. For sure. Uh, so I hope it's got some life left in it because I plan on playing it a few more years. You could get a uh, Rhythm Heaven also. Yeah, I've got a demo of that. Yeah, I was planning on doing. A, I was planning on doing because you can do like a download play multiplayer on that. So I figured we'd play that while you were here. Yeah, I played the 3D Heaven. Picross demo. It was pretty good. Yeah, so I, I played, played that. that. And I liked it enough that I'm considering buying it. So I couldn't stop playing the demo. Like I played it all the way through my first sitting. Cool. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was trying to remember if there was other stuff that was dropped through the 3DS thing. Like for, for 3DS. Because, yeah, that was that one to where there was like it was out today. Yep, I think a proper RPG is my next step with my 3DS because I want to get back into playing it for you know long stretches of time, and that's the best way to do it. Because I was looking at my history, I rarely play it for more than ten or fifteen minutes at a time. It looks like oh sure, I usually get pretty like ADD about it and start doing something else, and uh, we'll shut the you know we'll shut it and then start playing around on my phone or watching TV or something. Uh, yeah, I've tried to I've tried to play my 3DS more than my phone because. You know, I get tired of staring at the phone. There's a, the phone has nothing new to tell me, really. And if it did, I would have like read it already in the first five minutes looking at it. You know, yeah. it seems like that's what I've tried. That's what I try to do whenever I'm like staring at the phone. I'm like, you know, there's like better things I could be doing, like watching, like, like, watch, like watching a movie or playing 3ds or playing Wii U. Like I'd rather do that than look at stupid status updates and whatever else crap that's on there. Message boards. That's trying to wean myself away from the phone. <laughs> you know, like, not I a bad be, idea. Like, like I could be like, you know. Doing something better than just staring at dumb stuff on here. That's what I've been trying to do. But yeah, hopefully get get some new games, some more games. Maybe we can try to get a maybe we can try to get some Triforce Hero thing going or something like that. If you bring your other 3DS with you, you and me and Jess could play Triforce Heroes together, like download play. Oh really? Yeah, 
Because you have to have three, you have to have three systems to do the download play. You can't just download it to one and then play somebody online. It has to have like you have to have the exact mount. So you yeah, should bring your yeah. you should bring your 3ds up for that. So yeah, right. we, we we will talk about uh you know impressions of of some of some multiplayer stuff next next week. We'll see. I'm planning on going to ValorCon that weekend, the 30th, the weekend of the 30th. So if anybody's going there, you know, say hello to me. I'll be walking around. Looking at people's booze and all that shit. I'll probably go Saturday because that's probably like when the most people will be there. Yeah, I was researching that. I may be there also. Not a hundred percent sure yet, but uh, it's it's a possibility. I want to get on. I want to get on that Mario Party and Mario Kart Eight tournament stuff that they're doing there. I want to play some of that shit. Apparently, there's there's a tournament play for both of those. So yeah, I, like I saw that. there are a ton of tournaments. It seems like one of the big focuses of. Yeah, and there's always there's always interesting people to talk to. So hopefully, we can find somebody be on the show but uh i don't know if there's any if there's not anything else you'd like to say about your 3ds or anything else you want to ask me about during quest 7 i think we can put a pin in it here let's just put a pin in it then next week we'll be live yeah next week we'll be in the same room so it'll be super crazy we'll bring you all sorts of fun shit until next time we've been your hosts trey johnson and and jeremy mccaskey i will see you next time see you later